But if you are going to have a martini, I know the place to do it. Come to Christian's Tailgate. Here in Houston, Texas, if you're here, there's five locations around Houston. Some of the greatest food that we have. They've got burger awards, everything. Obviously, National Martini Day. Come grab a bucket of beers, grab a martini, watch some sports, eat a steak, whatever you want to do, or just come listen to us live every Monday from uh, Christian's Tailgate. So welcome in. It's also National Take Your Cat to Work Day. I love that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I didn't know would. that. Otherwise, Taz would have been right here with me. Taz? Taz, that's my boy. Like Tasmanian devil? Exactly. That does not sound like a fun cat. He is very fun, actually. Like He's super nightmare. chill. Sounds He's like super a... <laughs> chill. Um, he was a lot more like rowdy whenever he was younger, but he does like to get in his wild spells and like run across the room and Dude, do look all at, that Look stuff at this. Too. My son is on YouTube and left a comment on the show. Cool. That's his name. Fire Kid. Okay. <laughs> so go follow Fire Kid. Go follow Fire Kid on YouTube when you get a chance. Or follow us, Sports with Balls. Look, all of the uh, wherever you want to find us, type in Sports with Balls. We'll put it on the bottom of the show right here for you to find us on any social media outlet. Of course, we have one hour of unscripted, uninterrupted sports that we are about to break down for you. We had a lot of stuff going on over the weekend, had some good baseball games, had some, you know, the, there was some NBA news that broke yesterday, of course. We heard the big trade of Bradley Beal. We'll get into that a little bit. Probably break down some baseball and what's going on with the Houston Astros. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Luckily for them, the Texas Rangers are also having their own issues. So it uh, doesn't look like the Astros have, made, have lost as much As we ground. predicted. As we predicted. <laughs> yeah, that too. We said we it like, seven days ago, it's right? It's going to happen at some point, right? <laughs> sure did. Yep. And uh, as always, welcome in our produce, producer, Jason, has a microphone today. We're excited about that. What's, what's up, up What's up? Hey, he's going to get some shout outs. So uh, Jason right. did a 90s prom show this past weekend. Jason, I was trying to be there. Yeah. I tried to get everybody to leave after El Tiempo, and they were just so tired. We just went all <laughs> ended up going home. But I wanted to be there. How was the show? The show was amazing. Just so many people out there and having a good time. Uh, just dance. We had more dancers than we expected. They were on the dance floor from the start. I would have been yeah. one of them. I would have been one. Really? Of them. You sent some videos, oh, and it was like That's all it. the fun That's '90s it. songs. And we're going. Lauren uh, and I are going to the next ones. show. If she's on the dance floor, I'm getting video of this. We're going to the show. All right, July 15th. Bam. July 15th at the House of Blues. Okay, House the, of Blues. The Big timer. Let's do it. All right, let's break down some sports and what's going on right now in the College World Series. There were some games going on today, as a matter of fact. Have you been keeping up with, I don't want to say the highlights of the College World Series, but, you know, what's been going on, I guess, in the College World Series? Uh, no. No, not too much. <laughs> no, I just saw that Tennessee won today over Stanford, knocking Stanford, eliminating them from the World Series in general. To me, yes. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, the College World Series is still going on. I just feel like it's been lasting forever. Uh, but and, LSU, right? I, I'm with you on that, and that's why I asked that question. I was like, like, it's still happening? It's still going on? Yeah. And what's weird for me, and I think what's weird for average fans in general, is that the baseball season is, in, is still in the first half of its long season, and we're already at the College World Series. It just seems off. I would want the College World Series to be closer to the end, or like at least past the all-star break of, the, of Major League Baseball. Oh, so you're expecting it to be later in the no, summer. Yeah, I would, I would think that, you know, and obviously it's been like this forever, but you just never expect the College World Series to, or College Baseball to be over when we're not even at the all-star break in Major League Baseball. And I get it, it's a longer, a longer season, obviously, but... Uh, I, I know a lot of friends that have gone to LSU and have gone to Florida 
uh, and that they're rooting for these teams to, to go on. I'm just not that up to date with college baseball. Sorry. Yeah. No, I love college basketball a lot more. Yeah. For sure. March, I mean, I think that's just generality. Like, everybody loves March Madness. Yeah. It's fun to see the teams go at it. And when they do get to the Final Four, but it is fun to see that final series whenever it, do sure. it does come to it. And like we said, uh, so Tennessee took out Stanford 6-4 to four earlier today. Right now, Wake Forest versus LSU is taking place 0-0. Zero to zero tied so we'll see what happens there tomorrow we got oral roberts versus tcu at two and then wednesday like you mentioned florida is going to be against uh one of these teams that are playing yep. tonight and that's going to be at 2 p.m as well yeah it's double elimination college world series so we'll see what happens over the week or during the week and of course we'll try to keep you updated follow us on sports with balls and uh you know i got a question to ask you on the college world series I feel like more people were watching Oklahoma and the softball than they are the College World Series. And, you know, it's because of how incredible they have for been for how many years. Yeah, three so it's their titles, third straight title, yeah. but they've been incredible for like 15 years or so. Yeah, they're 50, 58 game winning streak, yeah. I think. Uh, and I think it's some ridiculous number. They've only but, had three losses over the last like, two or three seasons, something like that. Yeah, I mean, and even before those three seasons too, they're just a winning university. And you're right. I mean, a lot of people, it reminds me, we talked about basketball a minute ago, and now that you're switching to women's, um, well, as far as softball goes, goes yeah. baseball goes, it reminds me of when LSU yeah. was playing and oh, yeah. the whole hand finger. Yes, situation. the world was was captivated by you know uh, what was going on in Iowa and and with LSU and the the players in the women's college uh, women's college I know basketball. The name is slipping from me, but uh, yeah, I'm glad you can. I'm glad you you know what I'm talking yeah, about. It just reminds me of that. And there's been a shift, like you said, with softball. That everyone's like, oh, OU, their softball program. Like, everyone knows who they are. Like, they're great. Third straight win. Yeah, and I just, I think that softball's done such a, like, women's softball. What was softball. the question again? Like, what so, was the question? So, I, I feel like, are more people watching the College World Series, or did they watch the softball tournament? And look, I, look, I, I watched because my daughter, and I coach her softball, and it was, it was intriguing. And I think... They've done a very good job at marketing the game of softball, especially in the college level, obviously. It's very impactful. They, I didn't know that the fences are the same from 12U and on. Like, that's it. Like, they don't get longer like baseball does. They don't, they don't move the outfield. It's the same length. So these girls, it's fun to watch those college softball games. They're very exciting. And I think their people are captivated by that. And I, I just wonder if more people are watching college women's softball than they are the national, uh, you know, co collegiate baseball tournament. And I will allude to it once again, OU's third straight win. Yep. If it would have been someone completely different, would we be talking about it? Or would, would there be recognition over women's softball? You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's, there's that comparison, too. It's like their third one, they stand out because of it. But say it was some school in Missouri or something that won. It's like, would, would you have paid much attention if they never won it before or if they've been in the fight but not many years before? So I think it's all this circumstantial as well. Caitlin Clark is who you're talking about for Iowa, and Angel Reese is who you're referring to at LSU, who captivated everybody's like televisions for, for I don't know, two weeks go with what went on between LSU and Iowa. And, of course, they met in the finals, LSU winning 102-85. to 85. Uh, But, yeah, awesome to see those, those girls go at it. And, of course, we'll get to see uh, Caitlin again next year, which will be amazing. Cannot wait. And then Angel Reese has moved on to making millions off of her NIL deal now and uh, doing her? some modeling. And, like, wow. Her alongside a lot of other players. 
yeah. a lot of other players are making a mill or close there's to those it. twins the twins that, that play for miami now that are i mean they're huge and then there's that one gymnast <laughs> oh, uh, as yeah. well oh yeah I olivia mean, olivia olivia dunn yeah the i think everybody knows who she is uh joe burrow i don't know what you're doing buddy but she has called you out a few times man um i don't know if joe burrow has a steady girlfriend but if not olivia dunn oh Oof. okay Oof. but see going if, a couple years younger if I you're guess. a football fan and if you love lsu and if you love the cincinnati Bengals, like you are not a fan of Burrow going and dating a hot girl. We all know how this ends. We knew Chase would back him up because he's there with him too. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Yep, there we go. Wait. I, I guess I guess there's that. Wake Forest and LSU tied 0-0, top of the third in the College World Series. We'll keep you posted if anything else goes on. I was just inter interested in what was going on because I feel like the College World Series, unless you went to those specific schools, it, you're not really paying attention to mm -hmm. it, right? Mm -hmm. So, And that's the, sort of what I was gathering off of following Twitter, uh, the other social media sites, and sites. Unless you went to college at LSU, college at Florida, college at Wake Forest, college at Stanford, it, it, you're not really paying attention. Whereas with the, with the women's so softball, I was watching. I feel like I feel like we're regardless who is in. I do feel like we're at the brink of where people are going to start tuning in because it's getting smaller and smaller to that championship. The teams are narrowing down. We just saw Stanford out today was eliminated. I think it's we're just going to be more mindful of it, and then people are going to start tuning in. Yeah, That's what they do with every championship series, no matter what sport it is. You mentioned the, the women's college basketball. I, I bet it blows the door off of the men's uh, college baseball championship. I bet that women's – I bet the ratings for the women's college basketball well, were – Well, yeah, uh, ESPN it was, was huge. having it on all the time. Yeah, it was big. <laughs> it was big. Hey, good for them. Look, if Caitlin Clark and Reese are going to play like that, hey, I'm watching. Because, look, that was must-see TV. I was down for that. Like, I mean, everybody – we talked about it on the show. If there's drama within a team and an yeah, organization, you will watch it. Yep, let's you do it. will watch it. Uh, speaking of basketball, flipping a little bit over to the NBA, I know Ooh. you said some news broke yesterday. I also saw Michael Jordan. Is yeah. Stepping away from the Hornets. Well, sold his share. Um, I think it was 300 some odd million he bought in for, and he is now going to make a little bit north of $1 billion. Oh, my goodness. Who is watching the Hornets? Ooh. Speaking of questions. <laughs> I know. I'm like, how did that? Uh, you know, in I think it's 13 years. 13 years. That's a hell of a profit. You, you're a billion-dollar profit in 13 years. I don't know what that average is. He was is smart. Out there, but, uh, smart man. Uh, Business-wise, it's hard to top Michael Jordan. And if you, I don't know if you've seen that movie, Air. Did, uh, have you seen it? Have No. Oh, have you? Fantastic. Is it? Oh, is it's it? so good. I've been wanting to see it since it came out. Yeah, it is really good. About, I wanted to see it, too. I haven't had a chance yeah, to see it. But yeah. Uh, I, I highly recommend it. Go see it. Uh, Extraction 2. Go see that, too. <laughs> or, or what the heck is that? It's on Netflix. Uh, you <laughs> said right. Michael Jordan, and then you <laughs> mentioned... Uh, My girlfriend's <laughs> going out of town for the next five weeks, so I've got a lot of stuff to watch. There you go. You got couch time. Oh, I thought you just picked her up from the airport. I thought she was going to be here with you today. No, I dropped her off. She's going to Thailand right now. Thailand? Why aren't you going with her? Because I don't have five weeks off. I'm just kidding. I'm hey, just kidding. Hey, hey, we need Jason here. We do need Jason here. We do need Jason. But Take Thailand, I mean, come on. That's yeah. a once in a lifetime. And she's going to Bali and all that stuff. And Jason's so got the HD, ca HD cameras. We'd be shooting the show on my phone and iPad if, if Jason's not here. Oh, my so. gosh. <laughs> so we're, we're, glad, no, we're glad Jason's if here. If Jason's going, we're going. Uh, that means we're taking a road trip. We're shooting live from Sports Thailand. On balls. <laughs> Sports, Sports with balls Sports on with balls the road. Sports with balls on tour. <laughs>
<laughs> Let's do it. I'm so down for that. Uh, that would yeah. be so fun. So uh, where, we, where were we? We got off. Oh, sorry. Some air. NBA news. You talked about air. We talked about Michael Jordan yep. selling the Hornets. I mean, does that have a big impact in Charlotte or no? No, I don't think so. Jordan, I think. Well, as far as fans go, fandom. No, I, I, look, I don't think that the fans, I think at the beginning when Air Jordan bought them, Michael Jordan bought the team, I, I think that they were excited. But sometimes, you know, players don't necessarily translate into coaches and coaches don't necessarily translate into owners and owners don't necessarily, you know, they're not always players, right? Or GMs. We, that, that's a hard process. You know, in baseball, catchers usually make good managers. They're not the best hitters all the time, but they make great managers. I, I think it did for the first few seasons that, that Michael was there. It's a spark plug. Yeah, and then it just sort of faded away. And I think Michael now is he's a little bit older and wants to spend time doing other things. You know, like, look, his son's dating uh, his ex-teammate's ex-wife. So that that's, uh, you know, maybe a problem that goes on in the Jordan household. <laughs> like, does she come over for dinner? Does, does Miss does Miss Pippen does Scotty Pippen's ex-wife Thanksgiving is, is awkward <laughs> Christmas is awkward Scotty Pippen's ex-wife is dating Michael Jordan's son what what <laughs> okay how old was she? oh she's way older I'm she's, like she's, okay, can we talk about, about say, the, the age, age gap it's pretty, yeah it, it's I think it's 10 15 years somewhere in there that's she's, interesting she's she's his senior to each their but, own uh, you yeah. know that's it they're yeah. happy Thanksgiving okay but I, okay but I think that Michael sold the team made a hell of a profit and he just wants some family time look he, he's he's good financially we all know that so. oh yeah and you know he's still gonna be golfing like crazy yeah that's he wants he that's wants to his go life yeah that's I, his life and I'm not really sure if owning the Charlotte Hornets Stopped him from too much of doing that, but it was a great business move on his part. We just said he he made over a billion dollars in in the transaction, and I think a little less than thirteen years as owner. Mm. You know, I've actually Man. been in a neighborhood of one of his houses on a golf course, guys. Gorgeous. Uh, I'm assuming. Gorgeous. I'm assuming Florida. It's a little north of West Palm, Florida. Yes. Um, <laughs> I uh, actually, that neighborhood. Some, some of the Trumps have uh, yeah. Are there by Mar a Lago? Well. No, 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 no. It's north north of that oh, um, north of it's it? not it's not in that area it's a little bit north of it so i've been in mario lago a lot but that's not it um no yeah so anyways other nba news if you would like allude to it what we got Joe? oh bradley beal yes bradley beal in an interesting transaction yesterday kind of took the sports world a little bit by storm we weren't really expecting any nba news uh before the the nba draft which is coming up this thursday we'll get into that in a little bit but uh chris paul traded to the Washington Wizards with uh, another player and a few draft picks for the incredible shooting of Bradley Beal, uh, who goes over to the Phoenix Suns, who now have four players with a combined contract number of $723 million. Wow. And they just, they just signed a new CBA. The same thing, you know, the same thing in the NFL, you know, you don't have caps. Well, they have a cap. They, they hit a luxury tax, and it's $130 million so far in their luxury tax in Phoenix, which they just got a new owner. So this new owner is spending, and he doesn't care. And, uh, look, it's, it's, it's all fine. But how many games per year do you think that Bradley Beal's averaged the last four years? I haven't heard his name in a long time. 50. Oh, my gosh. So that's what I was, I was going to look. I, I, when you said this, I'm like, I'm curious on the other end of that. Is Chris Ball going to be impactful in Washington, or is it just a splash to get that spark back there for all the fans, going back to the fan aspect of it, because Washington Wizards, you know, they've been kind of asleep for a while. Well, I, I think this is 100% a uh, trade and trade situation. Uh, Washington's tanking. 
or 100%. They're going, in the, they're going in the dumps for a few years, trying to get some draft picks. They're going to trade Chris Paul. The rumor is that he may go back to the Clippers, where he would be well, well received with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George there, who have zero facilitator in, in, in L.A., and that's what they need. Kawhi Leonard's been a shell of himself since he won the championship, uh, and Paul George, we, he just kind of disappeared. They don't have anybody to give them the ball. Uh, Chris Paul, look, I get it. Kind of injury prone at the end of the, every season. A little bit weary in the legs. He's an older guy. But if you're looking for somebody to get in, the, in L.A. and somebody that's already played there and is well, well received in that city, I, if I'm the Wizards, I trade, I trade Paul uh, back over to the Clippers. Mm. You know, I don't think he stays with Washington. You know, I just really thought, like, when the Suns had a chance a couple of seasons ago, yeah. I'm like, he is going to retire in Phoenix. I literally yeah. had that thought. Yep, me too. And he said today, he was on the Today Show this morning, that he found out on the plane to go to, he was going to a taping of the Today Show, and he found out while he was on the plane. Oh, wow. Yeah. He, he had no idea, and he was just it like, happens. all right, uh, Washington Wizard. So now Chris Paul's future up in the air, but the Phoenix Suns are set. Devin Booker, five years, $260 million. Bradley Beal, four years, 207. Kevin Durant, three more years, 153. And DeAndre Ayton, who everybody says the key to this thing, three years, 101. Everybody's up in arms in Phoenix right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Woo! We got Bradley Beal. Pump the brakes, guys. Pump the brakes. <laughs> Kevin Durant can't stay healthy. Bradley Beal can't stay healthy. Devin Booker's getting a little bit older. DeAndre Ayton Hey, hey, hey. Don't hate on my Booker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, pretty boy Book. I just... I. I, whenever, I like his style, too. It's, I, I, look, I think Devin Booker's an incredible player. Mm-hmm. And I think that now he's got these guys around him. It's just, it's, for me, look who just won the NBA championship. And we talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. Team. Not, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, oh, yeah. Not, a, not a bunch of superstars, for, you know, all over the place with $723 million worth of contracts. Well, you, you said it a minute ago. New owner yep. comes in and wants to do what he wants to do with it. Yep. So, clearly, Chris Paul... He was just not feeling it. I don't know if there's any beef there. That's well, it was. We I mean, know. like I said, he found out on the plane. He uh, he thought he was a Phoenix Sun when he woke up. Yeah. And then it, he gets on a plane to go to a taping of the Today Show or whatever the one that Strahan's on. I don't know which one that is. What, which one is Strahan? On? I think it's the Today Show. Is it? Michael I, I Strahan. Just, I just yeah. guessed that one. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So he found out on the plane to go to a taping of the Today Show that he is traded to the Washington Wizards, who I, I believe will in 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 the near future, trade him right away. Another trade rumor coming up, and this one's huge. And I want to know Lauren Leal's thoughts on this. Zion Williamson, who's been all over the media lately for his off-court actions, uh, if you will, with his new pregnant fiance, a girl that he's having an affair, uh, cheating with, and then something else. It's, it's wild. All right? you know, if you know Zion's story, it's absolutely insane. There's two or three girls claiming that they are girlfriends of his, but he's got another girl that he's about to have a baby with. Anyways, do you want all that drama in Houston? Because that seems where Zion Williams may be going. You think? That is the rumor. Zion to Houston. Now, Would you be okay with that? We know that over the past three years... Uh, his injury issues. He hasn't really played that much at all. 20 games a season, maybe. Yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you think? Now, I'm uh, digesting this news, and I'm having a bit of older guy that sat on the bench for us for a long time, and we just pay him. John uh, Wall? John Wall. Yep. Having, he contributes more than John Wall. 
and has had more talent, <laughs> I think, than John Wall. I think he's worth, I think he's less too. I think we were paying John Wall forty something million dollars and never played that last season here. By, right. the, by the way, he still sits on the bench over in Washington. So. Uh, Jason, I gotta ask you: Do you have any insights on this? You're at AT and T, which is now about to be something else. No, I have no insights. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on, you, you know how it is. The moment that the Rockets are done with, then all of a sudden it's just <laughs> nothing but baseball, baseball, baseball. We, we don't even think about Rockets until we're just like, I'll, I'll walk in and see Calvin Murphy and be like. Oh, yeah, it's basketball season. All hey, hey, I got a question for you about Calvin. All right, since you brought up Calvin Murphy. We know on air he's, notorious, he's notorious for his outfits. Off air, does he wear the same thing? Well, he does because he comes in to shoot. He comes into, the, oh, he comes okay. into the office there, but there have been a few times on the weekend where he'll come in and just shorts and a T-shirt, and it just it does throw you off. When you see Calvin in just shorts and a T-shirt. And one of those white T-shirts as a V-neck, yep. and you're like, what? Okay. Okay. Hey, and then I, he puts it on. I want to revert real quick. I'll get back to the Zion thing in a, in a second. But th I thought this was interesting news that came out today. So we, we said that Chris Paul found out on the plane that he's being traded. Do you know who he blames for this trade? Blames? Yes, Isaiah Thomas. Oh. Yes, this is very interesting. He implied that Isaiah Thomas, the former Detroit Piston legend, who is good friends with the new Suns owner, Matt Ishiba, was involved in the decision-making process. So huh. there's, you, you, I, mean, be, I bring this up because you go, I wonder if there was beef in Phoenix. Bam, there you go. If there wasn't, now there is. Chris Paul mm. and Isaiah Thomas are apparently not getting along. Okay. So he, uh, he said that on, I guess, on record. Isaiah Thomas not getting along with people? No. Yeah, right? I, that's, yeah, <laughs> good comment there, for sure. Yeah. Well, I, nah, there's your answer, Jeff. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, that I, you know, Isaiah Thomas, he does seem to 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 ruffle some feathers, man. That's why he wasn't in part of the dream team. Yeah, yeah. And look, we all thought it was BS for the longest time, and now it's finally out that that one hundred percent he was blocked from from being on the dream team. Jordan was like, nope, nope, <laughs> we ain't nope. doing that. Uh, because he's just being Isaiah Thomas, and well, so that's that's not surprising. You know, you, do you want a guy like that in the hotel with you traveling around Europe, man? I played in Europe for, for uh, over a year, man, and, you know, your teammates are very, very important and they're really close to you, and you go do things with them all the time. These guys didn't like Isaiah. Yeah, he none was, of them. He was, he was the black sheep of the NBA at that point, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, there you go. He and now that personality. Now it seems like him being good friends with the Phoenix Suns owner has ousted, well, on Chris Paul's part says it says that he had a decision uh in this process hold up one second how old is chris paul he's up there right 36 i'm not guess he's up there for for a player okay um in this in this same category we mentioned it thursday nba draft and i'm just looking at whose picks go you know the selection overall number 38, two 38 years he's 38 years old, years old. uh third number two goes to the charlotte hornets nice yeah so Jordan didn't even want to be a part of that. Uh, look, if somebody's going to give you, uh, you know, north of one billion dollars for your. But did we find your... out who bought the Hornets? No. From I, I, look, Jordan. The main name in this entire process, like who's the other majority owners? Like you know, like yeah. uh, Jordan was just like I'm out, and people just took that. And look, he, I, I, I it was north of one billion somewhere. I, I don't know if it was two billion, but I know it was north of one. Uh, and, and that's look, I, I don't blame three the... billion. Michael Jordan selling his stake. Yeah, there you go. Selling his stake in the Charlotte Hornets for $3 billion. If somebody says, I'm going to offer you that X amount of dollars, $3 billion, $1 billion, $2 billion, uh, for my $300 million investment, I'm out. 
I mean, money talks. And that reminds me of another situation that took place today in the LIV PGA Tour combination. And I wanted to ask Jeff his comments about this because apparently he hasn't heard about it yet. But uh, the LIV and PGA, obviously we know they're combining forces. There are a lot of questions asked in addition to this because we kind of went over the fact of like Brooks Kepka and all these guys that said they want to go play in the LIV tour. They just said, okay, you know, we were like shocked at first. They're leaving PGA, but it's like, you know, once again, money talks. So they're going to go play. We kind of just let it go. Now there's an investigation going on because of the combination of getting in bed with the live tour coming from the PGA. And it not only comes from, and not only comes from uh, just them going to play there, but the combination of the two is two government entities partnering together. And one, the Saudi backdoor, people say blood money or whatever coming from the States. There's also another thing that it's filed underneath, and that is charity nonprofit. And so the U.S. government is now investigating on the Saudi-backed uh, LIV tour, and there's a lot of questions asked. Yeah, and this gets so political and so deep, and I, I just don't know. Because it's not like it's two U.S. entities yeah. joining forces. We're not going to find out a whole lot about this until something major comes out, but from what I've read is that, look, the, the reason LIV was made in the first place was to – compete against PGA. It's competitive balance, competitive process. You you have to have competition and there's laws for that. It's called a monopoly. You're not allowed to have a monopoly. So, well, LIV and PGA touring up or teaming up, I'm sorry, is a monopoly. From what I'm told though, too, is that a long time ago, Saudi back tour LIV now, whatever it used to be called back then, playing golf overseas, wanted the PGA players. And PGA said, "No, we don't trust you guys because of 9/11 in the past." Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. So now the PGA is just surpassing it and saying, oh, we need money because we got to survive. LIV is going to beat us out. We're not going to have the good players. We're not going to have these good golfers play in all the majors and, and all the other tournaments. And so that's why it's being investigated so heavily right now. And I'm just like, is it going to happen? When is that first tournament supposed to be with a, as it combined? Well, so from what I hear, the LIV is going to continue playing their tour next year. And the PGA is going to continue playing their tour next year. And then they're going to try to figure this out, how they combine them after that. That is, that is what I'm hearing is that LIV will have their normal rock and roll tour that they do. Have you watched one of those? It is awkward. <laughs> it is, I mean, it is a party. That's all. It is, there's music playing at every hole. There's a DJ. Like, like if you went to a bar or a club, they have all these concessions set up. Well, not every hole. I got to say about probably eight of the 18 holes, they have... Stands, parties, DJs, people like there's no such thing as them holding up the quiet signs. Like it's just you, the golfers go out there and play, <laughs> you know, and the, and the guys wa- and the, the patrons watch and party on. It's it's a very interesting atmosphere for golf. Now, speaking of that, did you watch any of the U.S. Open this weekend? Because it's it's directly related to the patrons. Um, go ahead. Okay. No. And, and you, you know, look, a lot of people don't like watching golf. I get it. Um, I didn't catch a lot of it, but because so I was so many guys too. I'm just, I'm sorry. I well, I, I had a softball tournament. My daughter's it was Father's Day weekend softball tournament all weekend with the girls. It was unbelievable. It was awesome. But uh, when I got home, because it, the tournament was in LA, 
So it was on the uh, West, West Coast time. Uh, it was easy to catch a lot of it. It didn't start on our time until 5 p.m., which was fantastic. So Roy McIlroy comes in second. Wyndham Clark wins his first major uh, after his mother passes away. It was, it was unbelievable, emotional moment. Good job for Wyndham Clark. And uh, Roy, great competitor, came in second. Uh, Ricky Fowler, who led the first three rounds, uh, just kind of fell off in the last round, which is fine. He still did great. Good for Ricky. The, the, the story I'm getting to, though, is the crowd in L.A. was absolutely horrendous. It was terrible. You know how many tickets that they allowed for general admission? Only 9,000. And were they all occupied? Everything else was corporate. Were they all occupied is the question. No. So, like, people, the tickets were outrageous, and they were trying to put all these how much? high how dollar much people. How much we talking? Oh, you're talking about five, $600 to walk in the door. Oh, that's Super Bowl. It was unreal. And so what they did was put out – everybody was in these uh, corporate stands. And so on the final hole at 18, even at hole 9, it's like half full. It, it looks like you're playing at the – like I don't want to say Canadian Open. It's pretty busy. It was nice to see you last week. But like it, it just looked like a normal – like the Byron Nelson. Maybe that was even busier. Yeah, this was the Houston Open. There you go. This the crowd did not resemble a major championship crowd. The noise level was if from a one to ten, it was like a five because they completely screwed up with the general admission tickets and tried to sell them out to all the corporations and make as much money as possible. In complete California, L.A. style, they effed up the U.S. Open. L.A. style. <laughs> I'm not talking. Has bad it ever been there before? L.A. is a fun place to go. Has it ever been there before? Yeah, that was this was the second time. Okay. Uh, okay. And and it, look, the course was incredible. It looked so hard. It looked really hard. Um, but Wendell Clark wins it. I, they just messed up with the fans and everything. So I don't know. And look, does, do the people in LA give a crap? I doubt it. I, I I highly doubt the people in LA really gave a crap if it was packed or not. Uh, as long as they sold out the corporate stuff, whatever. But congratulations to Wendell Clark. Rory still seeking that fifth major. Mm. Second place, man. I, I was mean, root, I was rooting for him. Four though, he's got four yeah, under his belt. I know, but like Brooks Kepka has more than than Rory. Or saying like it just seems like is Brooks a better player than Rory? No, right? Rory's going to be a better overall player, but it, like it, Jason, ma majors do you, count. Do you watch golf? Yeah, I watched a little bit of golf. Okay, you watched this weekend? I, I watched uh, the first couple of rounds, but I was too busy. Having like everything else. <laughs> yeah, your band playing, band uh, yeah, playing, yeah. and Busyness. hanging out with a girlfriend on the last day while she was here. Uh, okay. Before five weeks gone. Oh so. my gosh, I know. Yeah, spending that quality time together. I won't ask about that. But um, no, so. But okay. I agree. But I, I, I agree. I agree. I think Rory is a w much better golfer, yeah. but. I mean, these guys hit like I never thought when because I, I, I love golf ever since before Tiger Woods and I, Tiger Woods, is my favorite athlete almost of all time. Him and Jordan are right there. Great competitors. But these guys hitting the ball as far as they can. I, I you know, they're trying to change the golf courses and things to where it fits, where it's not as hard. And look, you, this is a U.S. Open negative minus one, minus two, minus three should win this That's negative 11, negative 12. Like it, that shouldn't happen at a U.S. Open. But these guys are hitting the ball. 350 to 370 yards on a rope. I mean, dead straight. Uh, it, it, I, I don't know what you do about that. Like, it's unreal. They had a 295-yard par three at this course. 
These guys still shot minus 11. Do you ever golf like that? No. God, What's no. the furthest you've ever... Oh, I can hit a 300, but, I, you know, it, it might go way right, way left. I mean, if it goes dead straight 300, but that's what I'm saying. They do I it... I can hit 300 downhill. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wind, wind behind me, downhill, for sure. Uh, but I've hit a few 300s, but these guys do it consistently, 350 plus, and dead straight. And they can shape the ball wherever they want. I don't know how you're going to make this game harder for them. Like the, it's like the technology for golf and the, the, their physical statures has way surpassed the courses that are out there. The design of the clubs, the ball. Yeah. Oh, dude. It's I just, mean, just the balls alone. They're going to have to put a regulation on it, I believe. Like, I mean, because it's just, it's getting, pretty soon, it's going to be 400-yard pars. They I mean, 400-yard drives uh, on a consistent basis. They should have one tournament where they use clubs that were used back in the 40s and balls. Yes, let's do that. I would watch that. Would be, it. The wooden, the actual so, woods. Let's, <laughs> let's see who's good now. So you're telling me the size of the clubs have changed or the size of the balls have changed? Everything. I, I just think the engineering of the clubs. Yes. Of just like oh, the, technology. Just Way the design. The, yeah. Really? The, 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 the materials. Like, they say that the golf balls, just the materials alone oh, are the, designed to make them... Oh, we could go through the further. evolution of the golf ball. It's crazy. Tiger Woods, this is another... Interesting. Imp- I never knew that. I thought a golf ball was a golf ball the same no. as it's ever been. Tiger Woods, this is another way what? he completely changed the game of golf. It would never... What? Just what? Because he was bombing the ball so long, they started making clubs and balls different for Tiger. Like, they started making clubs where he could hit it further. Back in... Before Tiger really came along, like, technology in golf wasn't that good, right? Like, everybody sort of was on the same page and the same path. Now there's 10 different golf companies that make 10 different drivers they all make them different ways they all hit further straighter longer faster harder you know there's hard balls there's soft balls there's balls that give you more spin and look the pga regulates what kind of ball you can play on tour but they keep making them better and better and better and these guys keep hitting it further and further and further and it's it's unbelievable and, what, and what? The, plus the golfers are in better shape all these guys are ripped. But what about they okay? PED testing. So like, <laughs> so are you talking about like the size of the ball, the circumference no, 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 of it? No, 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 no the no. size is the been size the same. Okay, a, that's what I thought. There's too. usually a rubber uh, core uh, in the middle. Okay, and so they're changing. They they've messed with the, how big and small the rubber core is and how far it goes and how oh. lighter, how how it's wound up, how you know. So there's the certain balls of it. The yeah, there's okay. certain balls that okay. that, that create even more spin. Even was it the dimples? Are like yep. even that has changed. So just. Yeah, technology has really, really gone to another level in golf. And these guys shoot negative 11 in a course like that where an average golfer would shoot 130. So how have clubs changed? I mean, oh, you're just wow. giving me the 101 on this. So, right the, now. so the sh- they have different, like they have stiff shafts, they have flex shafts, they've got longer shafts, shorter shafts. They they have, I mean, there's like some and of them. It hasn't always glass. been like that though. No, like no. Tiger Woods plays with with uh, what they call uh, what do they call them? Steel or uh, man, I forgot exactly what they Is call it graphite. Them. No, he no, didn't not. play with graphite. He played with uh, I forgot how they what they called it. But yeah, certain. So if you have a stiff shaft and you can hit the ball directly straight, and the irons are made with this little bitty center, if you hit the ball perfect on a, on a blade, they're called blades. That's what they are. Uh, Woods, Tiger Woods played with blades, and you have to hit the ball absolutely perfect. And these guys do it every time. And they, it, the ball goes like 10 times further than a normal golfer. And they just crush it. It's unbelievable. Isn't it crazy when you see, the, when you see the, them line up to tee off, and you have all the crowds down the lines, 
and you're just like, no, not a worry in the world. They're just going to hit it straight. Because if that was me, I'd be like, everybody <laughs> needs to get behind me because I don't know where this is going. Everybody watch out. It's like a champagne glass. You don't know where the, the pop is going to yeah, go. Yeah, these guys, I was watching it on uh, yesterday, actually. I feel that. And, and, but they're so good, dude. They are so good. It's just like second nature for them to hit a golf ball. And they, the way they shape these balls, starting at, if there's a tree right in front of them, they can go right around it. Like, it's nuts. Like, they go right around a, a huge tree. They'll just be like, eh. They aim it off to the right, and it just loops right around it. And dead straight. And I, it's, it's fantastic. It's crazy how you were discussing that, the other events, how, how loud it can get, and it can get rowdy and everything. The, I remember reading something that the thing with golf and the reason why the golfers get mad and you have to have the quiet thing is just that it's when the, you know, the cameras go on, they, you have to wait until it's actually hit before you start going. Otherwise, the noise would be distracting. Yeah. It's the initial something different while they're in the, in the swing. Now, if you had everybody just being loud and rowdy, they can focus in, kind of like a basketball player focuses on a free throw. Now, if everybody just was quiet and all of a sudden when a guy went to shoot, somebody just made a noise, that would throw you off because it's something different versus yeah. constant noise. So they should just let everybody just be loud and well, rowdy you know, as it you've is. seen the waste management open in Phoenix on that, what oh, is yeah. it, the whole, whole, whole 13 or 16, whatever, that par three where they throw all the beer, like you get all the one, it's just absolute mayhem. And that hole is one of those holes where there's no quietness. Like, and that's what the LIV tr really tried to embrace, right? The party atmosphere of the PGA, which has really come around. If you've ever been to a PGA event, it's a party. Like these people are drinking. I mean, there's, everyone there is hammered. Like it is just like, it's a huge picnic. For, for a bunch of rich people. Like, that's the way, the, that's what a PGA Tour event is. And it's just a blast. I mean, imagine, you know, a basketball game versus, like, a loud one versus a quiet one. You have yeah. the loud roaring. You have the tunes going when they're on offense, defense. It is weird that, that, that it's the one sport where you don't feed off adrenaline, right? Like, it's quiet. Like, Tiger it's kind of did. He liked the crowd and he enjoyed that. But most golfers, they like the quietness. Right, like just shh. And you know, this takes <laughs> me back. I, I don't have any golf experience, but it takes me back to my gymnastics days because it was dead silent in all my meets. You did not hear a thing. Every every routine, you know, every girl has a routine on the floor, yeah. and it's just music. You're not allowed to have lyrics. Um, it's just very classical, and that's just how it is. Nowadays, I wa I love gymnastics, so I watched on TV, and of course, LSU is amazing, OU is amazing, Georgia's Olivia. awesome, uh, Florida's great. So I'll, I'll turn on the, like the SEC championships. Um, those are the most recent ones I watched, and it is just a, a loud atmosphere. Yeah, like you have people like in the crowd cheering, have Party. flags for their girl, like you know, families there, friends are there, people at the school are just there as fans, and I like. This is just so different from when yeah. I was growing up. It makes sports better. Well, I, I, you yeah. know, I, I wonder if they'll implement a little bit of that with the PGA, right? Like, I wonder if some of the players will be like, you know what? Like, let's, we like the crowd noise. Bring on the, bring on the loudness, right? Like, if you're at an Astros game, like, because we're here in Houston, right? If it's the bottom of the ninth, and we're down by a run. The bases are loaded. Oh, that place is rocking. going nuts. Oh. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. So the players feed off adrenaline, right? And the same thing in the NFL and in basketball. Those stadiums go absolutely berserk. Uh, so why why not PGA? So, so the question is, is that going to change the game of golf yeah. forever? Uh, you know, I, I don't you know. know is but it going to be more rowdy versus I think change is inevitable in, in all sports, right? Like, I, I think, true. Very I, true. I think it's weird that the PGA – uh, and baseball, uh, to an extent, too, are the ones that really haven't changed a lot. The NFL changes rules every year. 
tons of rules that we don't even see, but but all kinds of stuff that goes on. Well, the kickoff, right? Kickoff rules, uh, field rules, everything. And And basketball, they move the three-point line back constantly. They're doing things to change the shot clock. They they change stuff constantly. And I was going to allude to football because they're always changing the equipment and the helmets and yes. everything to make it try to be more safe for the baseball players. Baseball just changed a bunch of rules this year, right? And right. We, we thought it would knock it down. We thought that baseball, that it was going to be well, really bad for, for baseball. It did for us because we're, it's, it's a change. Did it you is see a the, change. Did you see the stats that, they, that I put up today for baseball? By the way, go to Sports With Balls on Facebook or any social media outlet. Follow us. We always put up the latest breaking news. Uh, if I get it before anybody else will, I'll put it up. So we always we always try to get it up there. But listen to this. Uh, the attendance across MLB over the weekend. Best attendance since 2008 on Sunday. Over 600,000 people went to uh, baseball games on Sunday. Obviously, happy Father's Day to everybody else out there. I was going to say it was Father's Day. Happy Father's yep. Day to you, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, best average attendance for a Sunday since 2014. First back-to-back weekends of more than 1.5 million fans since 2017. And this is... After the new rule change. You're welcome, Astros. I mean, you're welcome from the Astros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, baseball, it looks to be recovered from the strikes and from the steroid air. I think these new rules are, and you know me, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to baseball, but I was okay with this. And in fact, uh, another one of the hosts of the show, Grant, and I talked today, and he was like, man, I thought you didn't like these rules. I, I do. I, I really like them, and I think that the, I think the fans like them. Quick games. Lots of action, like Games I was talking about the quicker. softball. Yeah, There's so much quicker. And There's so much quicker. I'm just, I like the old school. Sorry. A lot of action. I, and I don't like starting in second. I don't like that at all. No, okay. So that rule, that's the one thing that Grant and I talked about today. Please take that away. And another one, <laughs> another one is the drop strike three throw to first. I did, mm. I don't understand it. Why do we have to do it? You know, the Astros had a play over over the weekend. I think it was Friday that that happened. Uh, but. A strikeout's a strikeout. You sh- if the catcher drops it, you shouldn't have to throw to first. If it's a pass ball, I get it. I totally understand that. But dropping, it, no, you shouldn't have to run to first. You're risking injuries and all sorts of weird plays. That's a bad rule. Need to get rid of that one. But uh, Was that the play he was safe and then the other coach went wildly yes, mad? Yes, yes, And yeah. caused a big fuss of it on ESPN? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, baseball, the extra inning rules. But the point is, baseball changes rules, and it seems to be working for them. Maybe the PGA should adapt some new kind of concepts. What kind of, like, what Maybe LIB think, will. What was wrong with it to begin with, you know? We know that with, with Tiger with Woods baseball. is not there? Well, no, no, no. With the rules themselves. Because we know oh. with baseball, they say, oh, you know, fans, we want to draw, well, like, bigger crowds. We want the younger generation because all the other sports are faster. This is the one non-timed sport, and now it does have a time on it. So, you know, what was wrong with PGA... Besides well, them just wanting to go, other you're players going to, to LIV. Okay, so the competitors just beating you out is what you're like, basically. Well, so th- you can't really change the rules of golf, right? The rules are set in stone, and those like they're not really changeable. But you can change the atmosphere, and that's what creates fans, right? You want more fans to the to to the to yeah. the tournaments, like so you can change the atmosphere, which will bring in. Fans. I think when it comes to golf. In terms of when you look at other sports, the majority of people going to watch the sports, like, don't get me wrong, if you're watching basketball, you might be playing basketball in a rec league or something like that, but the majority of people, they're just fans. I think with golf, the majority of the people that are watching and that go to the events and everything are actual golfers themselves. Like, that is the one sport where it's like the majority of people, same thing with tennis. A lot of people that watch tennis and do that 
are tennis players. Yeah, and everything. yeah, that's so true. I think that's true. Golf, they need to do it rowdy to get the fans in to make it for work, the for, average fan. For the, the people that aren't the people that are going out and hitting like the links, you know. Yeah. Yes. Please attract me because I do not find it <laughs> intriguing. One bit. Let's, okay. Do anything to make See? golf golf fun. Please. Would you would you go to an LIB event? You said it's like party. Yes. Yeah, it's like Jason's band performing in a tent and like boo- <laughs> boozing it yeah. up. Like Jason, I mean, they're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get booked soon. For that's this. how they draw. So. Like go look at the LIV events. They literally have DJs at these holes and parties, and they're 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 but like. But does a, that like, devalue the sport? See, well, we don't know yet. I don't think. Uh, it's you know? like, I feel like it's a fine line sometimes whenever yeah. you try to make something fun, but then it just takes away from you whatever go? it is. If I said, hey, Lauren, look, there's an LIV event coming into Houston next weekend. Would you like to go DJ Polly D from The Shore or whatever that show is? is I coming never watched that. Well, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> would, you, would you go see DJ Polly D at hole eight at the Houston Open? If my friends were there. Which I think the DJ would probably. Be I will like, say every time that golf some some tour comes through Houston, at the, I think it's the Houston Open. Yeah. Everyone I know goes. Yeah. So it does draw massive crowds. Oh yeah, I run around Memorial and I see whenever they have oh, yeah. it blocked off, and then you see Packed. all of a sudden like I remember Bleachers. running one time. You're just like, whoa, what's going on? And people that are on the on the on the on the running track, you're like. Wow, they're dressed up in it. Oh, they're not here for yeah, too long. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not here to work out. You're running past people that are holding beers. You know? But then again, what <laughs> you're saying is that that change. Think about, think about when you watch the super, clips from the Super Bowl seven or Super Bowl eight, and they have the halftime show where they have the college band, yeah. marching band, going through and, and doing all their yep. stuff. And then what it is now, and then you can have the appearance of being like, oh, look at these people. They need to have. The cheerleaders and all this big stuff. It's like, well, it's worked for the other sports. There's a lot of dead time in golf if you're waiting on yeah. somebody. Because you usually yeah. go to one or two holes, right? And, it's like, you don't walk around the whole course all day. That would be unbelievable. So you usually go stage yourself at one or two holes or at a corner where three holes are being played. You're waiting a while sometimes for one of those good golfers to come around, mm-hmm. right? So, so the idea of having, like, a party atmosphere at one of these holes to pass a lot of that time is... Yeah, not a bad idea. The action in the sport needs to speed up, yeah. just like it did with baseball. Yeah, I don't know. I how think I, that's. <laughs> put, I don't know how it had, I don't know how it happens. Yeah, but we'll see. That I mean, but every other sport, like we said, has changed. So golf maybe needs to uh, maybe change with it with the other sports because it looks like all the other ones are made quicker, faster, more points. Let's go. You know, the NFL adopted the pass interference thing where. You, you touch a wide receiver and it's pass interference. It is offensive-minded in the NFL. We all know that now. It is all, it's so hard to play defense in the NFL, and we love to see 43 to 50 games. Like Kansas City and Buffalo going at it. We love that. So why not golf? Try to come up with some, something to make it faster paced. But, uh, wow, we've been on golf. For, this is the longest segment we've ever had on golf. It is. It <laughs> I is. love it. I love I, it. Bro. I'm surprised. I was, the one, I was the one who brought us into this, guys. Good job, Lauren Leal. Absolutely love it. Look, I want to thank a couple of people while we're sitting here and while I'm thinking about it. Uh, I want to thank Christian Tailgate having us here, as, obvious, uh, as always. Uh, look, guys, up here, it's Martini Day, uh, National Martini Cole's Day. Cole's got some, what, yeah, fries and chicken. Yeah, man. Their food is unbelievable. Their food is pretty here. good. Their food so is come up. Good. Grab yes. some food, watch some sports, grab a drink, man. Come see us every Monday. We are at Christian's Tailgate here live. Also, Diamond Auto Spa is an elite detail company that offers only the best quality work and 
Custom service. They specialize in detailing. I can't get the banner to come up. I don't know. You might have to do it on yours. Oh, I saw it a second ago. There it is. All right. Uh, they specialize in detailing paint correction, ceramic coating, paint per, uh, protection, film, vinyl wraps, and window tinting. We don't cut, cut corners. We detail them. So I want to thank Austin Bauer. Give him a call, 346-319-5961, or go to diamondautospa.com. Calm. I need to get my I, car detailed. I got to say, uh, so real quick, Chewy is a big fan of the show. Yeah. He comes out to a lot of these uh, shows in person, but he commented, and Chewy, so funny. He said, Lauren is right. Golf needs to add some fun and speed things up, though I like the, where'd it go? Concept of LIV. Yeah. Uh, he keeps messing. I can't see where it went. Concept of... It says though I like how the though I like the concept of LIV having, having some, some damn, damn fun. fun. Golf needs to have fun. Plus, I want to see some Mexicans with sombreros. Yeah, see, so that, <laughs> look, he's not wrong. That is almost what I'm talking about. Imagine That's if they hilarious. had. So imagine if they had like uh, a, a a really nice either Spanish DJ or uh, what's that guy's name from Miami? That's the DJ. The uh, Pitbull. Imagine Pitbull. Oh, was, I love Pitbull. Uh, yeah, what if what if one of his DJs is performing on Hole Eight at the Houston Don't stop Open? The party. You're jamming. Like you're going to that, you know. And what if they were like, so oh. what if they had a concert at the end of the show? Yep. Or at the end of the tournament. Dude, uh, so so we kind of like <laughs> Formula One. Yeah. We need to get in touch and with the commissioner. Of I was PGA. thinking about. I was thinking Although about. Although he's probably pretty busy. <laughs> last year, whenever I went to UT's football games, they had something after every single home game. Like they had Flow Rider one time. They had a silent disco one time. And so they changed things up. Maybe this would be fun to implement in LIV. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Also, I want to thank Joe Applewhite at Joe Applewhite Realty, 713-291-5270. One of the best realtors that we know in the state of Texas. Uh, Give him a call, 713-291-5270, or go visit his site, joeapplerealty.com. Um, all right, man. Wow. We have had a hell of a show. It's gone fast. What else we got on the docket? I know there was a couple other things oh, that we yeah. were going to get into. Oh, yeah. You want to get into MLB? Oh, we can get some, uh, Where are we at? Astros, what is Ooh, up with you guys, man? man? And I just got to say, injuries, injuries, injuries <sighs> have killed us this season. And then also the fact that uh, we're not hitting too great in general. But, I mean, starting out at the beginning of the season, I literally, my mom, a huge Astros fan, she asked me the other day, when is, what about Jose Arquino? I was like, he was the first one to go. He was the first yep. one to go at the beginning of the season uh, with a shoulder injury. But I saw that he's expected to return at the beginning of July on the 14th. So, hopefully we see him then. Luis Garcia is out for the year. Lance McCullers, the latest news, is out for the year. Uh, what's that? Michael Brantley might be coming back. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so I had Michael Brantley, you know, out with a shoulder, maybe coming back. I don't know. Is that promising though? I, I just, yeah, I don't know. yeah. That guy is a monster behind. Like he's he can hit. Astros need help anywhere right now. So we do. <laughs> it's funny because the expectations for the Astros is through the roof, right? Since 2016 or uh, since 2015, they've really been the you know the top five in in MLB in almost every category. These guys are fantastic. We keep losing players, but they keep winning, right? I'm having discussions on a daily basis with people around the city of Houston about the Houston Nationals, what's going to happen. We know they're going to be aggressive at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. We know that. All right, so they're going after a starting pitcher and a left-handed batter. That is for sure. We know that. Abreu, who has absolutely started crushing the ball the last month. I mean, he might be the player of the month in the AL coming up pretty soon. He's been finally that trade that everybody was uh, – or that pickup in the offseason everybody was flipping out about it is coming to a little bit of fruition, Right. But they are riddled with injuries. Jordan Alvarez, 
massive loss. Oh my god! Massive oh, loss. Bleak. But it was a ten day. I don't know if that's increased. No, yeah. It was, so it's four to six weeks, and now uh. we're in, we're in week two now. So I, I would expect All Star Breaker after for Jordan. But the thing is, we we expected the Rangers to kind of collapse, and guess what? They have. Happening. They're the yeah. same thing. So the Astros have only lost a one game in the past ten. So they're only down by four and a half games. And it look you just. It's a long grinding season, 81 away games, 81 home games. You want to be healthy in September and October, and that's where the Astros' heads are at, I think, right now. So make the playoffs, be healthy in September and October, and uh, let's see. But the pitching, yeah, if we keep having some pitching woes, they're in trouble. But Hunter Brown, unbelievable so far. He's a big fan of Jason, too. So Verlander in in town and into Houston tomorrow. Yep. Woo, that's going – look, that's going to be – if you're betting tomorrow, take the under. (laughs) <laughs> Framber Valdez and Justin Verlander on the mound. Uh, Justin Verlander back in Houston uh, for the Mets. It's go- that'll be a great game. Uh, there's another great one tonight. That I think the Astros should take the game. Altuve's back. He had a day of rest yesterday, but I think the Astros are all right. Pena hasn't come around yet. He's had his World Series hangover. Pena, yep, definitely hangover. He still hasn't showed up for a minute. So, and- so Verlander, when he comes back in, what kind of reception do you think? I think he gets a warm I think one. he's, yeah, people will applaud him yeah. for what he did. If you're in L.A., New York, no. Yeah. No. In Houston? Speaking of L.A., the <laughs> yeah. Astros will travel to the Dodgers Ooh, next. Coming so up this weekend. I'm working oh. a Friday game before I fly off to Florida on Saturday. Wow. Well, wow, how, what's how in long? Florida? Uh, my, my brother from England's going to be visiting over there, so I'm going to go see him. Fun. Very fun, nice. fun. You went to England last year for uh, your sister's... Last year? A couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, no, I meant for the sister's wedding. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? That was his wedding, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, I thought. Yeah. So okay. that's the guy coming to town. Yep. Okay, there you go. Yep. So right, see, I knew I was right. Yep, Not it's going to be good. But yeah, no, but the Dodgers, ooh. ooh. That's gonna I can't, be, yeah, it's going to be well, a You know, I, I can't wait for the reception. In Dodger Stadium. Yeah, and I want to know, like, is, is it still there? Right, because Correa's gone. Springer's gone. Uh, Altuve's going to get it. And Bregman. But is everybody? Is anybody else getting booed? Yeah, because they don't care who was on that 2017 team. Is it just the They're with Houston the Astros Nashville? organization. Of course they're going to get, oh, and then everything that's been going on in L.A. because of who they've invited out to the games. There's been drama there. There's just a lot of going on with the Dodgers right now. They Look, the Dodgers are not playing the best of baseball right now. They are, I believe, third in their There's division. There's too many yep. distractions off the plates. They're third in the West, in the uh, NL West, uh, below the Arizona Diamondbacks and the San Francisco Giants, who... Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks, who I called at the very beginning of the season when we did our predictions that Arizona would win that West, and look at them. They are taking off three and a half games above the San Francisco Giants, who I think are a very big surprise for us. Mm. We thought San Francisco wasn't going to play that well. I thought I picked them. <clears throat> did you pick San Francisco? Yeah. Okay, you picked – I said bottom or top. You picked them top? I think okay. – yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Uh, but other – look, Atlanta Braves playing well. We thought they would. The Texas Rangers, big surprise. Uh, and, look, the Rangers also lost DeGrom. And they're still killing it like that. So um, lots to come in the MLB. Uh, so if you're an Astros fan, uh, don't don't pump the brakes just yet. Uh, relax. It's not the all-star break. Wait till we get Jordan back. Wait till Brantley comes back. Wait till the pitching staff gets healthy and see wait. what they do at the trade deadline. I was going to say, wait until the end of August, early September. Yes. If you don't see a turnaround, then then you start panicking. And the games that they have lost, they haven't been blown out or anything. It was just like there have been a couple of ones that could have gone either or, you know. The Reds the other day wasn't that what nine to six nine to three? Did you see what the Cincinnati Reds posted about the Houston Astros what and the, the Texans Rangers? Oh, some drama! Ooh. Oh, some drama! I was absolutely some shade. Lord, oh yeah. So here it is. 
Uh, I wish I could put it on the screen, but uh, y'all go to Sports with Balls, and it will be up there. Uh, go to Sports with Balls on any social media site, and it is up there. Cincinnati Reds said, this is on their Twitter site, it says, Messed with Texas. Uh, it's, just, it's a SpongeBob reference. <laughs> and it says, uh, it says, hey, Patrick, what am I at now? And it's SpongeBob as the state of Texas, and he goes, I don't know. And then it's like, I'm 0-8 versus the 2023 Cincinnati Reds. And it says, what's the difference? And he's basically saying, what's the difference between the state of Texas and 0-8 versus Cincinnati Reds? Uh. Look, I, I would Sorry, Cincinnati. You ain't got anything going on. And if you live there, you are cheering for the Bengals. You aren't cheering for the Reds. That's not going to age well. I'm going to keep this. That Cincinnati Reds is that. If, I, if I'm the owner of that Twitter account or the owner of the Reds going, ooh, I wouldn't do that just yet. <laughs> Look, they've got a hot rookie in De La Cruz, and I like him. I like his tenacity, and it's, he's good for baseball. I like the energy he brings. But you're, you're not the Astros. You haven't been to four or five what? World Series. And we have a Come better on, record man. than they do oh, right now, <laughs> like, overall. They were just proud. They were happy. They were throwing shade that they beat the freaking Houston Astros. And the Rangers. So they came and in the Rangers. And, so they came in and swept Texas. And, and like, give them props. Good job. But Like th- I said, there's not much going on there. It's early. <laughs> it's early Stick to be throwing that Cincinnati. shade. Wow. All right, man. What a show we've had so far. Um, anything else? Okay, so before we get out of here, I want to say congratulations to David Freeze. I don't know if you guys saw this article. David Freeze was the World Series savior for the St. Louis Cardinals, man. I mean, what he did in the World Series for them a while but was unfreaking believable. It, it, it was a one-man show versus the Rangers, versus the Texas Rangers. Uh, he was asked to be... In the uh, inducted into the Cardinals Hall of Fame, right? So the former All-Star and World Series MVP David Freeze informed the St. Louis Cardinals that he could not accept the invite into the team's Hall of Fame. Freeze says he knows the value of the red coat and wants to respect others who have the honor. That the only that is so humble of him because he he's not a, he's not a great right he's not a Hall of Famer he just had an incredible World Series and, and, and postseason and they want to give him a ring of honor and he said no I, what that, is wrong with you that's reserved for the players that are that are Hall of Famers what is wrong with you I love that I love they it. are wanting to congratulate you on your success and you turn it down. Well, because he would rather some players that deserve it. Because, like I said, it's not like he had career numbers and was in the, like, deserves to go to the Baseball Hall of Fame. He just had an incredible playoff and an amazing World Series. Jeff, if you, if, if, if the broadcast world wanted <laughs> to congratulate you on sports with balls, you wouldn't say, no, no, it should go to one of the local guys that do this day in and day out. You'd be like, no, I bust my butt. Yeah, if I put in, you know, I put in three, four hard years so far. But, he, you know, like I said, I, I, I respect for him for the humility. It is, it is, yeah. It's honorable what he said. It's honorable, but I'm like, come on, man, <laughs> yeah. come on. Take, take it where you can get it, damn it. <laughs> Don't turn down money. <laughs> the ring of honor, Houston yeah. Texan, J.J. Watt coming back. Speaking of that, we'll have to talk about that on another show it yep. is uh we are rolling over our time here yeah yeah let's uh thank some people and get out of here we got things to do man uh, thank you guys for watching the show commenting wherever you're watching it uh all the the uh where you can find us is scrolling across the bottom sports with balls sports with balls on facebook sports with balls on instagram sports with balls on twitter youtube you name it it's on there her name's lauren leal find her on twitter at lauren double underscore leal or at lauren leal on instagram uh they're right there on the screen mine jeff michael underscore four two two I want to thank you guys. Uh, Sports with Balls, number 2 of 11. This is a wrap. Any last words? Uh, have a good one. Yeah, have a good day. We'll see you next week. See you. Bye.